Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, what's happening, B-Holes? This is DJ Omar Khan. You are listening to The B-Team. This is episode 86. And uh, about an hour after Bean left, uh, we recorded a B-Team episode uh, dedicated to Bean. And we had, uh, you know, we played the bits and we had a good old time. And then... My computer decided to crash, so none of that got saved. So I'm here doing this uh, Beanisode uh, by myself uh, after the fact, uh, because Beer Mug is running Best Of, and Dave's not here in the studio on Friday, so this is me, DJ Omar Khan, kind of leading you through the way post- uh, Bean's departure from the Kevin and Bean show. Um, when I am recording this, uh, it is Friday morning, uh, about uh, 6 a.m., so on uh, the Wednesday before Bean left, we got a chance to catch up with old Beano and talk a little bit about his time at K-Rock and what his plans are. And uh, let's uh, hear that now. Hey, Bean. Hey, Omar. <laughs> hey, you ready for the worst interview of uh, your life? Yeah, he's a uh, Bean's definitely, uh, he's scraping the bar. He, the this of the is, barrel now. Can I ask the first question? This sure. is, but hold on, this is like throwing a bone like to the All lowest right. of bones. Right? Absolutely. All right, let's say, this is how the, inter- <laughs> this is how, this is how the interview is going to start. You ready, Bean? All right, I'm ready. Bean Baxter, how has your life been up until now? Uh, great question, Beerbug. It has been great. I have been uh, charmed. I have been blessed. I have been the luckiest little boy in the world that I've been able to do what I love my entire adult life. Thank you for asking. I'm glad you asked. Hey, uh, Bean, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> how long have you been on the radio in the United States? Uh, 42 years. Wow. Uh, you see, because, you know, I'm really just familiar with the 30 years here at K-Rock, and then they did a couple of radio stations, but man, 42 years, that's an insane amount of time. Yeah, I was on the air for almost 13 years, 12 and a half or something like that, before I got the job at K-Rock. So, yeah, it, it's been, <clears throat> like I said, I've been really, really lucky. I wanted to be in radio, as we've talked about, since I was a little kid in single digits, and then I started in co- as a college freshman at 17 years old, is when I, you know, started on my college radio station, and I've never been unemployed since so this uh this is going to be a real adjustment for me to wake up in a day and not be on the air anymore be unemployed for the first time since i've been a working person that's insane but i mean you've truly worked hard where you know i'm sure you've you know stacked the cash so you have you know at least a couple of years of if you wanted to you could go and just you know chill out and find your way right i'm I'm so rich (laughs) i mean his mattress is not a mattress it's cash it's just straight cash homie and all that twitter stock too right i got hey thanks for that I got I got so much money. Absolutely. I really do. That's uh, what I thought. But, but you know what? <clears throat> I really do want to work. I'm you know the, the I think the worst thing a person can do is retire early. Yeah. Because then you're just looking at decades of doing nothing, and I feel like your brain and body would atrophy. I'm fine with my body atrophy. <laughs> I'm practically a brain in a jar as it is. But I do want to keep my mind sharp, and I think part of the way to do that is to continue having a job that you're passionate about. But I, think I about agree. all the TV you could watch now. Like you could watch every 
single show you I ever know. missed. I know. That believe, sounds like a dream to me. It, it does, believe me. And I've always said, I've joked about this on the radio a bunch. I said, I need to get like polio or something that like keeps me, <laughs> you know, keeps me in a bed for a year. It you. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I could just catch up on all those shows. You know, I want to go back and rewatch The Wire, but who has time, right? Yeah, no, no totally. I, I think you could get a treadmill. So every time you're watching a, a show, you start running and then you're going to be buff bean and then you could be fit. Your body, your body will be fit and your mind will be fit. That's a pretty good idea, Dave. Yeah. I got to be honest. I'm now, really at this point. I'm more concerned about getting a job, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we do appreciate you here on the B team and the B holes do appreciate you uh, coming on. We talk a lot about behind the scenes and the history of Kevin Bean. So I want to take it back to the early 90s, mid 90s, late 90s, where you got, you know, your start at K-Rock and uh First of all, you guys started the show when there was no internet. It was basically you, like maybe with newspapers and encyclopedias. And you guys really didn't know how to do a morning show. You guys actually started doing a morning show on K-Rock, right? A hundred percent. Neither of us had ever done a morning radio show before together or separately. So when we opened up the microphone on that first day, January 2nd, 1990, it was like, what are we going to talk about? And now, you know, as you mentioned, oh, there's the Internet. So there's a billion things that you can easily look up to discuss. You just, op- you know, we had the L.A. Times and we had the USA Today. Yeah. And that was about it. And we would open up the paper and look for things that were going on that we could talk about. And that was it. And we weren't at that point. We weren't skilled enough or, or talented enough to really draw as much as we do now from our real lives. Right. Because now we're much better at paying attention to things like that and knowing that if something happens with your wife tonight, you can bring it in and talk about it on the show tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be good content. Right. It took a while for us to get to that point where we were comfortable in exposing ourselves. By the way, I did get arrested that one time for exposing (laughs) myself. But um, I just met on the radio. But yeah, I mean, it was a very, very very different world. And, you know, we were coming into an environment in Los Angeles that had a lot of really big shows. Rick Dees was enormously popular when we started. Mark and Brian were right at the beginning of the meteoric rise to number one. They were one of the most popular shows ever. You know, shortly after that, it was Scott Shannon and it was Jay Thomas and it was the Baker Boys and it was Howard Stern. And, you know, just us trying to just break through and get anyone to even know who we were on this little 5,000-watt radio station that played weird music was a real uphill climb. So was there any pressure? Like, did you guys have any pressure or or was you guys just... You know, going fancy free, like, woo, no, we don't care. We had a lot of pressure. Not that it was ever explicitly said to us, hey, if you don't start producing some ratings in a year, you're out or anything like that. But we definitely felt it. I mean, we knew that the reason the station had invested in a quote unquote real morning show for the first time, it had mostly been just a music based show in the morning prior to us arriving. We knew that they did that because they needed the morning show to grow. And none of us knew it would take as long as it did to finally start inching upward. I mean, it was, you know, it was a good two or three years before we really saw any uh, positive movement. I mean, you say that is a long time, but isn't it like historically in radio, it takes that amount of time to get any kind of ratings and people to start connecting with the, the show? Yes, it's very difficult to get anybody to change their habits, especially in the morning, because that's just what you're used to. Yeah. You know, I wake up every single morning and listen to KNX. Yeah. I I don't know what I would do if I didn't listen to KNX. That's just my morning ritual. And everybody else has their rituals as well. And thank God some of them are Kevin and Bean. But uh, yeah, it definitely takes a long time. Now, can you talk a little bit about 
that that the, the inner transformation that you and Kevin must have gone through because a lot of people you know talk about oh you know a K Rock in the '90s with MTV and the Nirvanas of the world, Pearl Jam's, and you know all that music kind of help you know propel K Rock to you know really mega ratings. And your your rise came rather quickly. I mean, then you guys were in fact you know alongside the Mark and Brian's, the Rick D's of the world. How did you guys handle that? I mean, that rise. Well, our most successful period in terms of ratings on the Kevin and Bean Show was probably in the early 2000s, you know, 2002, 2003, 2004. Oh, I didn't know that. Limp Bizkit. That's <laughs> when we were literally number one in the yep. ratings in Southern California. That was a good uh, And, you know, uh, it, of course, it feels good. Uh, I think all of us have a real healthy distrust of the ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we all, all radio stations use the same system, and it has it certainly has a lot of bugs. It has a lot of faults to it. It, but we all kind of sign up to use it. And I here's the way I look at it. The ratings are never as good as your best ratings, and they're never as bad as your worst ratings. So just try to, in perspective, you know, just try to not worry about the ratings as much as worrying about doing a good show. I think we've got a pretty good rudder yeah. on what we like. And we know when the show is good and when the show isn't good. And I think you need to focus more on that than focus on the ratings. Let's talk a bit, a little bit about you moving to um, England and not having a job. And I know you're going to probably, you know, you, you'll find something in radio because, I mean, I, you know, I, I truly think that people will be foolish not to employ you. But I think you are a guy who's super prepared. And do you have any, like, in, 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 in my wildest imaginations, you won't get a job over there and you won't get another broadcasting career. Do you have any sort of backup plan? I do not. You do not? Wow. I don't. I, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm foolish. I know that I've got a bunch of things working against me to look for a job in another country where I have no equity. They have no idea who I am. They've never heard of me. I mean, I can point to, hey, I'm in the Hall of Fame and maybe that'll get me through the door. I hope so. But I also, you know, at my age and with my dumb accent, I don't know that there are a lot of British program directors who are looking forward to hiring me. And I really Br- don't. British people hate our accents, right? They don't love it. <laughs> they don't They don't find it charming. I mean, right. we, we essentially have bastardized the Queen's English. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're what we're doing, why we pronounce so many words incorrectly. Um, I don't have a backup plan, but I also, you know, we live in the golden age of audio. And let's say I don't find a job on a radio station. I might be able to get a job as a as a journalist or as a podcast producer or as a social media director. Just something that has to do with radio. <laughs> now, let me ask you, is there to you, is there a huge I mean, there is a huge difference between terrestrial and podcasting. But I think if you were to start a podcast right now, find a couple of co-hosts over there. I think you out of the gate doing that, you know, in a couple of months down the road, you you with the Kevin and Bean built in audience, you will already have like you know, an audience of at least 50,000 uh, people. So is that kind of like in maybe in the back of your mind, you know, or yes. is terrestrial uh, terrestrial just number one for you? No, no, no. A podcast is definitely in the back of my mind. It is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think my first choice is to appeal to an American audience. I mean, part of the reason why I'm not continuing to do the Kevin and Bean show from England, which is technically possible, is because yeah. I want to start investing my time and thoughts into the UK. Right. I'm kind of leaving America and your dumb president behind <laughs> so I can worry about England and my dumb prime minister and the bre- and the brexit going and the brexit, on over there yeah 
I haven't heard of the Brexit. I'm not familiar. <laughs> with that. I don't know what that is. So are um, you are you uh, catching up on like Harry Potter and all that crap? No, I still haven't read or seen any of the Harry um, Potters, uh, which is going to again make me a pariah in Britain. <laughs> um, yeah, a podcast is absolutely a possibility, and cool. uh, you know, if I did something, I would certainly want it to be something that would be available for people in America that care to follow me. And I certainly have heard from a lot of people that said they'd like to hear what I do next, and I'm cool. you know I'm so grateful for that. You know, like you said, Omar, a little bit of a built-in audience. Absolutely, you, you heard it here first. Beholds beans bringing back thanks for that podcast bean <laughs> um does mugs just get the one question in an interview well, yeah. hey, mugs, is, mugs is really laid back on the b team you know, dude that's three percent right there well, so, sometimes being it's hard to get a word in edgewise with omar because he's rapid fire but it's a, in, a good, in a good way in a good way wow omar. look uh, i've been accused of the same thing on our show it's what? tough for people to get a word in edgewise yeah. so I, I know what it's like when you get out of roll all right, right go mugs i mean i did have a question yes um, sir now, I know you you and Kevin were not on the air during September 11th, so I wanted to know which um, historical event either... <laughs> and this is why we don't let Muggs ask questions. <laughs> no, I kind of like where he's going here. Either, I know, like, yeah. either locally, uh, nationally, or globally sticks out with you in, in your 30 years uh, uh, on K-Rock. I know the what? answer. Which uh, which September 11th? What year are you talking about, Muggs? Two, 2001. Did I say... Oh, that two, one. Did I say... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say. You just said September 11th. I, just, I didn't know if you meant 1993. I just wanted to make sure. Part two being the... He's referring to September 11th, part two. Um, Dave, what is your guess as to what historical event most stands out? Uh, I'm going to guess the 1988 uh, earthquake in San Francisco. Uh, well, he was talking about the, my time on K-Rock, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, wow. I thought you were talking about broadcasting in general. Um, that was October 17th, 1989, first of 89, all. 89, sorry. And second of all, I think a good a good answer might be the um, the Northridge earthquake, though. Northridge January, earthquake. January 17th, 1994. I mean, that was a very big day Such for us. Re- remarkably, um, we were on the air on time at 530, even though I had to come and avoid that 14 freeway collapse Whoa. coming from Santa Clarita. But we actually got on the air that day, and uh, I think we did a pretty good show that day. You know, God bless Doc on the Rock, our newsman at the time, who's so magnificent at handling live news. But I think we did the best we could under the circumstances to get the information out there about the earthquake. I also remember being on the air so many times when news came through that somebody had died. Mm-hmm. And it's tough when you're doing a comedy show and then you see that Prince died. You know what I mean? I mean, it's tough because as a human and as a fan, you need some time to absorb something like that, but you kind of can't because you're on the radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. The day coming in the day after David Bowie died, for instance, was an extraordinarily difficult day for me. You know, I mean, I remember being on the air when when, uh, you know, Jerry Garcia died. That happened during the morning show, too. How about Scott Weiland? Scott, yeah, we missed Double D. Like, how do we go from Scott Weiland being, you know, dying to hey, boobs? Like, well, I mean, the hard, you know, the, obviously the hardest thing are the ones that the people we got to know the, you know, the uh, the Chester Bennington's yeah. and the Chris Cornell's and Bradley Noel and people like that that we've had, you know, that we had on the show a bunch, and then to know that they were gone. I mean, mm. that just hurts you on so many levels. But at least in that case, I mean, you're just feeling what the audience is feeling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, totally. you have each other. But yeah, I mean, when you're, you know, when you're doing a live show, when stuff like that happens during the show, you have to kind of figure out a way to be, you know, to, to process it personally, but also be professional and, you know, do a good job. So those those days stick out for sure. Not a bad question, Muggs. Thank yeah. you, Bean. Good work, Muggs. Good work. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Bean, I want to talk a little bit about uh, your move now by, you know, I know it's, it's just a tremendous undertaking trying to get, you know, 
know, uh, all your houses sold and all your stuff moved over there. And I'm sure there's just, you know, tons and tons of paperwork. But I want to talk a little bit about items that I, I am sure you've grown an emotional attachment to and you want to keep. But is there anything that you're just saying, you know what, I want to keep this. I'm going to put that in storage or no, I know I should get rid of this, but I'm going to I'm going to send it over there. Do you know what I mean? I do. And this is a very difficult topic that you bring up because oh, my wife does not understand how <laughs> I'm how I'm not getting rid of my CD collection. Oh, you're mm. not. What are you I doing? I have. Yeah. How many? Um, oh, it's a basement full. I mean, it's that I saw. Is it is it 80,000 days? Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe it's bigger than the studio, Omar. Just so you get a, a perspective. Yeah, but I mean, we're t- I, I would totally understand that being if I was your wife because you put so much time and energy into, I mean, you're talking about any time you were in L.A., you would go to Amoeba and you would probably drop a couple of hundred bucks on CDs just because you didn't have them, right? Yeah, and Amazon packages that arrive almost every day at my house. I mean, I've been wow. collecting music since I was a little kid from 45s to albums and then through to CDs and then back to vinyl again. And I, it's just, it's the most precious possession I own. And I can't get rid of it, even though I can't afford to ship it. It's way too heavy to ship to England, nor do I have room at my place in Britain to even put it if I wanted to ship it. Wow. Uh, but I'm also not prepared to get rid of it. So you're just so, going to put it in storage for now and then kind of figure it out in a couple yeah, of years, maybe? Yeah. I mean, that is the, that's been the, that's the biggest struggle for me because I know that people think that you can find anything you want on streaming services. Mm-hmm. You can't. I mean, I have thousands of CDs of things that are not available on streaming services. Right. And just being able to walk into my basement and pull that out and listen to it is a great joy of mine. And I'm very proud of my collection, just like people who would be who collect, you know, coins or stamps or baseball cards or whatever people used to collect uh it's gonna be tough to be without it but no, I for just, sure I, I can't figure out a way to get it there cool. but my art piece is gonna make it right dave your art piece is already on a boat on its way to london wow. yeah wow. The, pa- the painting that dave made at what eight years old eight years old the best thing i have ever done in my life honestly like it it's was... the most artistic thing i've ever done wow. yeah it's, it's on its way it's on a boat on its way through the panama canal about now <laughs> Now, uh, Kevin Bean are going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this Friday alongside Jim Rome, Seacrest, Dr. Ruth, and a bunch of other people. So you're, you guys are you guys are going to be, you know, in the Hall of Fame in, 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 in radio. You guys are a part of radio history now. Now, I know you don't do it for the accolades and all that, but how does that make you feel inside? I mean, I know it's got to feel good, but other than that, like you've been a guy who his entire life has you've been wanting to be in radio. And now to get this like recognition, how does that feel? Well, first of all, as you know, we were inducted into the Broadcasting Hall of Fame a few years ago, so this is just another Hall of Fame to me. Uh, <laughs> oh you're my sick God! And tired of it. I mean, <laughs> can they give me uh, some time in between to just write a new speech at least? <laughs> you um, can just recycle the old one. <laughs> look, it's uh, it's an incredible honor. I mean, I could make the joke that says I feel like they've made a mistake, and they, and I, I do. I really do feel like they made a mistake. But you know, it's nice when the people in your industry acknowledge you when they say that you've done a good thing. You know, and I mean, I you know, you just wake up every day and do the best show you can and I guess you put enough of those days together and it adds up to a career so it's nice I mean go you know going in with people like Jim Rome who I consider you know one of the very best that's ever gotten behind a mic is, yeah. a, is a thrill I mean you know Seacrest drags you down a little bit but uh, <laughs> you know I don't get to decide who goes in uh, now you know you are leaving you, uh, when we're doing when we're taping this interview we have one more show to go we're going to have Jimmy Kimmel Adam Carolla and a couple of other surprise guests to uh, you know uh, send you off in a proper you know Kevin 
to be in K-Rock style. Uh, you're going to leave some stuff, uh, you know, behind that we're going to be very sad to see you go. Do you have any uh, words of advice for, you know, the remi- remaining staff here? Uh, you know, mainly uh, not the Jensen or Allie or Kevin's, more like, you know, the Mugs, Dave, and, you know, the, the uh, production. Behind the scenes people, I guess. The B team. I mean, I would say, you know, just be optimistic and just be positive. Look, this show has been on long enough that we have seen so many great people come and go through the doors. You know, you lose Matt Money Smith, you lose Ralph Garman, you lose um, Kennedy, you lose Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla, Chris Hardwick, so many other people. And the show changes. It doesn't necessarily get better or worse, but it changes and you adapt and you continue on. I mean, I would say I'm leaving the show in the best possible hands with all of you guys, including the on-air people. Yeah. And that you guys are going to be great. And I look forward to many more years of, of the new show. There's no reason why the show can't go on TFN. Yeah, we do, too. I think we're very optimistic about it. And Bean, I have a question for you. How fast do you hit unsubscribe on the podcast? I don't even remember who you are now. <laughs> I am oh. so looking forward to scrubbing my social media and not having to follow any of you guys anymore. Oh, that's right. uh, oh, you're not going to enjoy my little poop uh, pictures, Bean, with the that, toilet? I'm going to enjoy them as exactly as much as I've been enjoying them so far. How are you going to know when K-Rock's playing Paramore, though? I, I think I'll be okay. Oh, mm. damn it. Um, I'm not somebody who has ever really been able to listen to the show when I'm not on it. Like when I'm on, I mean, you know, it's nice to take a break from it too but when i'm on vacation i don't usually listen to the show just because i always want to jump in you know i always hear it and go oh i would is what i would say there but it doesn't matter because i'm not on it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so I, I i don't know i probably won't listen for a while but um you know i wish you guys nothing but the best and nothing but success going forward well we appreciate that um now i'm gonna be a little selfish and uh, i want to remind bean that bean actually gave me my shot on the kevin and bean show and he t- probably doesn't remember this whatsoever i don't but it's because of bean that i owe my radio career to so there was one morning bean and i was uh, answering the phones alongside Dave, and uh, you had hurt your back, and you needed help carrying your replays down uh, the elevator down to your car. So I was, and I was like Mr. Go Getter back then. You know, now I'm just I like super jaded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. Now Omar would be like, good luck, old man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So- uh, and uh, there was a, uh, um, I, you know, I didn't know Jimmy Jam James back in the day, but there was this uh, strange black dude who was uh, in the same studio with you, and I was like, hey, what's up with the black guy? And and, and uh, <laughs> you you were like, he's auditioning for the board opposition while we're down in the elevator and Bean asked me he's like hey do you know how to run a board and and, and um, my mentor always told me fake it till you make it <laughs> and, and I was like I totally bold faced lie to Bean I'm like yes Bean yes I do and he's like why don't you get with lightning and have you and have you put you down for an audition and I started auditioning that very next week how about that? Yeah, with a big, big freaking lie, man. So, <laughs> so wait, so you didn't, I mean, were you not there to audition for the board op job? Uh, no, I was just a, I was just a phone up at the time. Yeah, he was a, yeah. And then you just mentioned that to me, and I was just like, I'll talk to Lightning. So then, I, I didn't even know, know Lightning, and I was like a little scared, you know, phone up. You know, I was like 21, 22, and Lightning was, was like, yeah, do you know how to run the board? I'm like, yeah, sure I do. And, well, I, and I faked it till I made it, man. That it sounds like I'm somehow to blame for what happened. I, uh. Uh, I should I should apologize then for making that invitation. Darn it. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Listen, man, thank you from the bottom of my heart for all your 30 years here at K-Rock and beyond and just being a good, genuine friend. And you're definitely one of the most kindest, most selfless, most generous people I know. And, uh, you know, I'm not a very social media guy, so I won't put, put, post anything on social media just because I'm just not that guy. But it, we're definitely going to miss you a tremendous amount. It's very sad to see you go. But with that said, 
said, I am so happy that you're doing you, and I hope you definitely find what you're looking for over in England, and you continue to do uh, radio, which is what you're, what you're passionate about, and you, uh, you know, continued success. And uh, I definitely am going to miss you. Omar, you took it so well that I banged Cassie before you guys got married. <laughs> nice. I'm really surprised that you're just letting that slide. Oh, like, uh, like, I know we've never talked about it, but I just, I thought there'd be some residual resentment or something. Got oh, that man. badge. That's very good. I got that badge. How about you, Dave? You have anything you want to add? Oh, we're we still talking on the on the mic? No, Bean, uh, truly, I am going to miss you, man. And, uh, you know, I'm not a very emotional guy either. I will post something that, that uh, that would just say one word, and it's uh, we boys. So I'll we see boys. you soon. All right. Mugs, I don't care what you have to say. All right, thank, <laughs> thanks, you guys. Ha- have a good one. Bye-bye. Right, see you, Bye, Bean. <laughs> Take it easy, dude. So that's uh, our interview with uh, good old Bean, who uh, departed the Kevin and Bean show this last Thursday was his last show, and uh, when I'm recording this, he's uh, getting close to being inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, and let's be honest, nobody deserves it more than uh, good old Bean and Kevin from the Kevin and Bean Show, because uh, those two mother effers have worked really hard for a very long time. Uh, as you heard, uh, Bean's been on this uh, radio medium for 42 years in the United States of America, and uh, I think that's just amazing, and uh, well-deserved Bean. Uh, and here on the B-Team... Uh, Dave and I and Beer Mug, uh, you know, we want to provide you our best bean moments uh, on the show. And, you know, there's so many to choose from. Uh, it was really difficult. So not that necessarily this is the, you know, greatest bean moment. But for us, this, uh, you know, they held a, a special place in our hearts. And for Dave, it was the time Bean interviewed the Cardigans. And it was a big cluster F. Check this out. And Lasse Johansson from the Cardigans yes. celebrates his 31st birthday. And uh, he, he called. He wished he could be here because he enjoyed being interviewed by you guys so yeah, much, but unfortunately, he, his touring schedule will not allow him to uh, come to. We do have some highlights at the Cardigans interview on the Cabinet Beach Show, if you'd like to hear those now. I'd love to. This was, this was one of my favorite parts when we realized about three minutes into the interview that we were going down and going down hard. I went to Norway, you know, and they had the Ikea. The Ikea was huge. Was it huge? Can you please stop talking about Norway? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've been here for 15 minutes. You're already tired of Norway? But I love, but see... Just looking for some common ground, something she's to talk about. Sure. Was she from Norway? No, she's from Sweden. Okay, so she's <laughs> from Sweden. So she's from Sweden, and for some reason, Bean thinks she wants to talk about Norway. So he keeps talking about Norway and Norway, and she didn't want to have anything to do with it. It if makes re- sense that she doesn't you, want to. But I was saying we've been to. I had been to her part of the world. No, nope, there but, are a lot of similarities, and uh, we were out of every other question we had for them. Well, if you I recall, know, but it would be like one somebody, word somebody coming here and saying that they went to Canada because it's this yeah, part of the world. You know, we go, Dude. Oh, okay, that's not us. All right, that was my <laughs> attempt at a question. Let's hear yours. Right. Is it? I mean, is it? Uh, do you guys? Uh, uh, I don't know. How, I don't know where I'm going with this. Okay, so that was your <laughs> contribution to the interview. All right, fine. And then the post-game interview after the show as the Cardigans left. Nina, this morning's interview with Kevin and Bean, would you say it was the most fun you've ever had? No. Okay, so that's how it went with the Cardigans. I can't believe Lossie Johansson uh, denied our interview request. I kid you not, one of them, one of the band members, a guy, fell asleep in the studio during the interview. That's how <laughs> tough God. it was. I think somebody just called in about the uh, the interview that we no, just uh, played. Seriously. Oh, Kevin, take the call, yeah. would you? All right, here's the guy who's not happy about the way... The FCC is coming down on broadcast. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what they call it. We'll oh take that one God. tomorrow. <laughs> Different topic altogether. <laughs> So that's good old Bean with the uh, the Cardigans right there. Uh, now it's time for my 
uh, best bean moment. And, uh, you know, it's no secret that Bean suffered from some mental problems towards, uh, you know, the probably the, what was it, like the mid-2018, something like that. And he had to take some time off. And uh, he came back and he was very open about it. And I think that really helped out a lot of people because they saw this guy who seemingly was very happy all the time because that's what you do in radio. No matter what you're going through in your life, uh, whether it be good times or bad, you have to crack that mic open and you have to be a peppy and happy. That's the show he, he provided for us. It was a very happy, entertaining uh, morning show, but when it came down to being real and talking about having mental issues, he was definitely not a person that would shy away from it. He would speak up and speak very openly about um, him dealing with some issues, and I think it's, it inspired a lot of people. And I think towards the tail end of his career, he openly admitted and actually said a couple of times that he clearly had Asperger's and, and suffers from Asperger's syndrome. And so that's my pick is when Kevin, back in the day, gave him an Asperger's test, yet being in classic bean form, denied. Let's talk about Bean, who has Asperger's syndrome. And, I, I uh, just found out I have Asperger's syndrome. Well, the retarded policeman has Asperger's syndrome. I certainly don't. I know it sounds funny because it sounds like it's A-S-S-B-U-R-G-E-R-S, Asperger's, but it's with a P, Asperger. Yeah. And uh, it is a type of autism. Where you're highly functioning, but you have really, really bad uh, social skills. Yeah. There was an episode of House where Dr. House was accused of having the Asperger's. You remember? Asperger's syndrome is a mild and rare form of autism. It is typically characterized by difficulty establishing friendships and playing with peers, trouble accepting conventional social rules, and they dislike any change in setting or routine. Now, Kevin is always trying to pin this one on me for some reason, to which I reply, nope.com. Uh, well, here's an Asperger quiz. Just really quickly, this is the type of person. If you answer most of these questions, yes, you have this mild form of autism. Uh, I prefer to do things on my own rather than with people. I find it hard to make new friends. It upsets me greatly if my daily routine is disturbed. <laughs> Just if any of these things strike a chord with Bean and maybe I don't know how to tell if someone listening to me is getting bored. <laughs> I'm obsessed with maps. I usually okay. notice car license numbers are similar strings of information. All right. I Look, find I social situations difficult. I'm fascinated by numbers. Okay. Wow. That's fine. Look, I know that, that you made up you that being... quiz to make it sound like it was all about me. But what's the point? Why bring up the Asperger's well, syndrome today on Kevin and Bean 09? What's this about? A K-Rock listener, God bless him, I wish I remembered his name, sent me the link of a story about a girl who was being interviewed about her 11-year-old brother who has Asperger's. And uh-huh. she describes what it's like to live with him. Oh. And so I brought in the audio from the NPR, which, by the way, is uh, it's death on a radio station. <laughs> it is the most boring way for the most boring presentation ever. But if you want to sound smart, tell people you, you listen to NPR. That's very important. Here's the beginning. From NPR News, this is All Things Considered. I'm Guy Raz. All Things Considered, by the way. That's the, Just have that standing by. And if people go, hey, where do you get your news from? You could go, oh, All Things Considered, NPR. And they'll think it's you're It's a good smart. show, Kevin. You should yeah. listen to All Things Considered. Nope, you would enjoy boring. it. It's it a, a good, good show. show. Too boring. <laughs> About one child in every 150 is diagnosed with autism. 11-year-old Andrew Skillings is one of those children. He has Asperger's syndrome, a mild form of autism. Okay, so this little kid has been diagnosed with, with Asperger's syndrome. And now right. they ask his 15-year-old sister to talk about what it's like living with him. Okay. Well, let's just see if this rings a bell. I don't hate my brother. I'd kill for him. But 
I could kill him, too. Yeah, sometimes she gets super frustrated. Hmm. She uh-huh. doesn't hate him, but he does drive her crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. That does happen. And then it goes on. Here is an alarm clock that if you push it, it... Now, uh, here's the part of this story. He goes on and on and on about stuff people don't care about. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Ring a bell? So no one asked about an alarm clock. Nobody <laughs> he just said. Started talking. Hey about Andrew, it? you know anything about alarm clocks? <laughs> he just volunteered it up. Who is an alarm clock that if you push it, it tells you the time? Six oh seven. He talks nonstop. My mother gave this to me as a present. Thing right he bank. measures the talking and talking and talking. He'll tell anybody information about any animal, whether they want to hear it or not. She had a snake that was, if it like laid down on the floor and stretched. So I don't know. I want to party with that kid. <laughs> does that uh, does that ring a bell with anyone? You guys could, could hang out together. He'll tell anyone. All kinds of information, regardless of whether they want to hear it or not. And he right? doesn't care if they're listening. <laughs> That's How dare you. So then she goes on. Chicken legs. Andrew! Wow, chicken tastes good. Okay, so that's a particular <laughs> skill, by the way, of Asperger's, who insult you and then turn it around and try to make it sound like it was a compliment. <laughs> Nobody is... Oh, no one God. does that more than B. Yes, you're no, so right. Insulting, but then somehow tries to make you think that it was a positive, that he was actually giving you a compliment. Yep. That is, this is so Bean. I don't know why you're making this So that is 15-year-old sister uh, talks about how she had to stay out of the house. I started staying away from home around 5 or 6. I'd stay outside or go to friends' houses as long as I could till my mom called me home. I can sit down and talk with my parents, but a lot of times it's like Andrew's always trying to explain something about a cheater or a jaguar or something in the jungle that has no importance to anybody's life. But but he keeps going and going. Honestly, well, do I need to play any more? No, Honestly. Cheetahs, cheetahs are kind of interesting, though. That's yeah. that info <laughs> they don't have, cool. They don't have any concept of the listener and what that person is thinking or their interest level. They can't tell. You know, we've you always know, wondered man. why Bean's brother is so weird. Maybe it's because he had to grow up with Bean. Yeah. Never think about that. That's true. Why he stays away. <laughs> That's why he ha- he doesn't he hasn't seen Bean in years and years and years Uh-oh. because Bean won't stop talking about animals they and things people don't care about. <laughs> he doesn't want to kill just them. I have Asperger's syndrome. <laughs> wow. Bean? So sad. Andrew. Andrew Bean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now it's uh, time for Beer Mug's uh, favorite bean moments. And uh, you know what? This is one of the greatest bits that we stopped doing because Bean, in his later years on the Kevin and Bean show, just started to not find any humor in death. And let's be honest, funny deaths are hard to come by. But uh, we sorely did miss this bit. And if you don't mind me saying, it has a pretty great theme song. This is Beer Mug's pick for best bean moment. This is Bean's Death Corner. Hey, everybody. Gather all the kitties around the radio. It's time for Bean's Death Corner. Bean loves death any time of day. He gets all giddy and screams hooray. There's something wrong in his head. Death. We don't know what's wrong with Bean, but now you'll get to see what we mean. Oh, Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death. I, 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 I. I love death. Going to uh, keep it real here and tell you that we haven't done a Beans Death Corner in a while. You know, the world is so crazy these days that it's hard to get as excited about bad bad news as I used to. You know what That's I mean? Like a strange thing to say, but for I, those of you that listen only occasionally, Bean literally has Google alerts on his phone for people who die. Mm-hmm. He loves 
death. I've never I'm, met another person in my life that doesn't fear I'm, it. Uh, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm obsessed. You're I'm obsessed. In, yeah. I, am a, I am intrigued and interested, certainly. But, you know, just like they say that uh, uh, disaster movies aren't doing very well at the box office right now because the world is such a scary place. If that's how it's been with me with death. Oh. I'll see a death. I'll see a death and I'll go, too much bad news out there to get excited about this one. You so know? you're saying like, the world's too bad for you to enjoy your sweet, sweet death? Yes, that's what I'm saying. For instance, Kevin, maybe you saw this headline. It's everywhere. I'm not even going to do the story about the Russian cannibals. Did you hear about the couple? Oh, dear. The I Russian cannibals? No. I won't even do it. The All details right. are too grisly for okay, that. Good. But if you if you are interested, please do a Google search yourself for the Russian cannibal story because it's something else. I will, however, do this one. Stripper from Tampa thought his partner was a cannibal, so he stabbed him in the eyes i will do that oh, story my oh god this is yeah. a uh, this could have been what's up with florida but it ended up in death's corner because a male stripper from tampa is accused of stabbing his partner multiple times in the eyes with a pen after he suspected he was a cannibal justin calhoun 24 being held without bond on attempted second degree murder after he attacked mark bran 67 he's 24 his partner is 67 that is in, not how you want to go in his key west home Calhoun told police he and Bran were in a relationship and that the incident started because Calhoun suspected Bran of being a cannibal. Nothing else in the story. No other reference in the story as to why he thought that his partner was a cannibal, by the way. I would be interested to know that detail. Right. Is he chewing on your arm at the moment? <laughs> All right. right. The two got into the argument. Bran picked up a gun. Calhoun managed to take the gun away from Bran, tried to shoot him with it, but the gun jammed, the report states. Then he stabbed Bran in the eye with a pen and stuffed a piece of wood in his mouth. Oh, God. He ran away as officers surrounded the building. He was arrested shortly thereafter. Bran was taken to the hospital in critical condition and later died. So that's uh, that is one cannibal story that I'm fine with. Uh, I think we could all we could all agree on this. By the way, uh, don't get a penis enlargement surgery, guys. Penis enlargement surgery turned fatal and has become a cautionary tale. Doctors in Sweden warning those desired to enhance their manhood. A healthy 30 year old man in Stockholm wanted to increase both the girth and the length of his genitals using a process where fat is transferred from his belly into his penis. The man was one of, listen to this, 8,400 people who last year seek to enhance the girth of their penis. Wow. Statistics were not available on the length, however. They only have girth <laughs> stats. <laughs> A description of the case in the Journal of Forensic Sciences explained that the surgeons had finished the elongation portion of the surgery and were in the enlargement part, which involved injecting the patient with two fluid ounces of his own fat cells. That's when things went wrong. The fat leaked into his veins and traveled to his lungs. Oh, my God. Which Jeez. resulted in a lung embolism rupturing his blood vessels. He had no prior heart condition, but ended up having a heart attack and dying on the operating table. Again, he's 30 years old and in excellent health when he goes in for this surgery. Uh, a urologist at the Mayo Clinic says it's a completely useless surgery. It never works. There are horrible consequences from disfigurement to permanent erectile dysfunction or even worse. Don't do it. That's a good takeaway from today's Kevin and Bean Show. Sure. Right? Don't let them inject fat from your belly into your junk, you guys. <laughs> Tragedy struck a Michigan family twice this month after a man was thrown to his death Sunday from a boat. What was he doing out on Lake Superior, Kevin, when he fell over and died? What, what do you, you think boat? he was doing out on the water? He's in a boat. He's doing what? I mean, fishing is all I can think of. But... You're right. He was spreading his late father's ashes in oh. the lake. Oh, how about and that? he died? And oh. he fell over. A witness on the shore told police he saw the boat take a sharp turn, spilling those aboard into Lake Superior. 
I mean, he was 59 years old, a local musician, planned the trip to honor his father. He said he was looking forward to and happy to go out and spread his father's ashes and follow his dad's final wishes. And now they're now they're having a double funeral. That is uh, that's that's bad news for that family. Right. But depending on what you believe, he's with his dad. So that's uh, good. I mean, way to look at the bright side. Right. I guess. All right. We'll end on a happy note. This has been Bean's Death Corner. That was Bean's Death Corner. Oh, Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death so much. So that's uh, Bean loves death. Great big, great big. Going to miss Bean doing that. And... um, uh, Beer Mug took it upon himself to create a little song uh, with uh, Frank Sinatra's My Way with a bunch of bean drops uh, included in it, and I think it was very well done. Uh, check this out. is uh, Beer Mug's little tribute to Bino. And Ready for vaginas? The end is near. God damn it. And so I face penis, penis, penis. The final curtain. You ready to get pumped? Are you ladies? My friend. What's up? I'll say it clear. Give me some dick. I'll state my case. <sighs> I am not a winner. Which I'm certain. I love Bobby Boris Pickett. I've lived. Pretty dope, man. A life that's full. I am a whore. I traveled each and every highway. How about sausage? And more. Penis, penis, penis. Much more than this. Is it tough work being a butt? I did it my way. We're on the sausage hunt right now. Regrets. Oh, no. I've had a few. This is a colossal disaster. But then again. Just suck it. Too few to mention. Hey, come over here, big fella, with those magic fingers. I did. Bust out homes. What I had to do. I think funerals are fine. Saw it through. Daddy, I'm going to bend over now. Without exemption. I need somebody to pee on me. Does anybody have to pee? I plan. Went to Barnes & Noble recently. Bought myself two separate maps. Each careful step. You're like, Along the byway. Ooh, I should tweet that. More. Penis, penis, penis. Much more than this. What are you going to let me tap that ass? I did it my way. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Beer Mug, for uh, doing that for Bean. Uh, too bad he will never hear it. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, let's 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 hope that Bean, when he is settled in London, gets a chance to listen to this podcast because uh, we definitely are going to let him know about it because he got so much love. Uh, not only when Beer Mug went and did some interviews at April Foolishness and uh, the last uh, Breakfast with Kevin Bean with Green Day, he uh, the Avril calls, the amount of Avril calls we got was just just phenomenal. And uh, you know we're limited on time on the terrestrial radio, but here on the podcast we have all the time in the world so what i wanted to do is i didn't want to ignore everybody that called the afro line because you, you took the time out of, out of your day to call and wish Bean well. So what I did is I created a, a big montage of all the Afro calls, of all the beer mug interviews he did. So we have about, you know, it's I think 45 minutes of audio here. So it, it'll kick off with these two girls that did a special rap for Bean that I think was was, was just, just spectacular. We're going to kick things off with that rap and then we're going to go into a couple of uh, interview montages and then, uh, like I said, we have about 45 minutes of your Afro call 
calls. And I hope this kind of helps a little bit in, in, in the morning process because, uh, you know, it just kind of like lets you know that Bean uh, touched so many people. And uh, yeah, so uh, please enjoy and uh, RIP Bean. Dear Bean. Listen up, it's about to be a review of the past and definitely not included on the podcast. Before you step on stage for a potential roast, we offer you this wrap, though it's not as great as toast. We refuse to take this back, hope we won't be in the file. If we start to fall, we offer a pic of your speed Zach to make you smile. Your legacy precedes you as the healthiest man alive. We promise not to hug you, but we'll gladly take a high five. There's no way to adequately describe how we feel, so we'll appreciate listen to your cover of Bastille. Thank, Thank you for your favorite bits of the show. We love you more than the Queen, Chocolate Milk, and Pluto. You kept us entertained every morning of our lives. Our hearts, like Twitter stock, will take some deep dives. Just like the Edmund Fitzgerald, our hearts have never sank faster. Our thoughts about you leaving, oh no, this is a colossal disaster. Eclipse fever got us lit, Death Corner put us in distress. Thanks for the info, Bean, you made K-Rock a success. We're drinking scissor up tonight as a toast to Cardi B, Mr. Bad Example, the true leader of the party machine. Hope to see you at the post office, I hope, or 7-Eleven, but we can't believe after all this time you're leaving us with Kevin. Pretty sad to see you go, just wanted to say how we feel, coping with some tweet swift and a succulent Chinese meal. You'll always be have your brother, even Shinoda thinks it's lame. When people remember daylight saving time, we yell, Hall of Fame! Who gets penis slapped is something you've always made us ask. Finding someone who loves Christmas as much as you will be a task. Speaking of Christmas, please let's get our wheels spin once more. Yelling thousand, thousand until your jaw hits the floor. When it comes to naked OJ, we know you'll put up a fight. But when it comes to jury duty, you're like Rodney. All right. Your kindness lost you 40 bucks, definitely put you in a rage. We'll reimburse you the money, just don't fall off the stage. Enjoy your move to England, we know it's not a fad, but that you're actually trying to escape Eric Andre and Josh Gad. Your legacy is endless, we can all concur. Keep wearing shorts every day, but maybe cut down on the rrrr. We love you, Bean, and wish you luck in all you do. The only way to send you off is with a hooty hoo! Bean, you're... you're an inspiration how open you've been about your mental health and you guys have done wonders for me when I'm down in the dumps just listening to you guys really makes me feel better and I love you R.I.P. Bean the beginning of high school I started listening to K-Rock right and Bean's weirdness and awkwardness was was what hooked me dude so he's he's the best of the best disc jockey ever and uh, we're all gonna miss him in LA bro Bean, Bean, Bean for life rest in peace brother I'm going to miss Bean so much. I'm going to miss the way he says orange, like Kelly from the Orange County Register. That's pretty much my favorite thing whenever Bean says orange. What's the one thing you're going to miss about Bean? Oh, my God, everything. How funny he is. Obviously, he's hilarious. I want to thank him for his decades-long entertainment. I've been listening to him since I was a teenager, but I'm not going to tell you how old I am. Just trust me, it's been a while. I'm going to miss... I'm going to miss Bean for all his weird obsessions um, with certain women, myself possibly included. And, um, you know, but I can cancel the restraining order, which is great. Great news. Great news. Uh, Thank you for being a really big part of my life since middle school. I'm 25 now, so I probably started listening to him since I was 12. So thank you for showing me most of the music that inspired me to be a musician right now. I've been pretty sad about Bean leaving for since it was announced. I love Bean. I'm a Bean head, as Jensen would say. 
But best of luck in London. I hope he brings back, uh, thanks for that podcast, Bean, and does it all in his British accent. Um, Bean, we're going to miss you. I love your British accent. I hope it never gets any better. <laughs> I'm going to miss his inappropriate Taylor Swift comments <laughs> and fandom. What would you like to wish him on his farewell? Lots of solitude. A he, he hates people. Yeah, so just like a farm with animals and a, another donkey, and like he can do his thing. That's what I wish for him. <laughs> Bean, we're going to miss you. I'm going to miss your drops most of all. What would you like to wish Bean on his farewell to England? I hope that he has an amazing time and that he finds all of the joy and happiness that he's looking for. I would like to wish that Bean gets a big farm just like he used to have when we lived in Santa Clarita. He was my neighbor as much as he has neighbors. Was he a real, it was a big dick as a neighbor? No, he never came out of that house. Like, <laughs> Bean, you're awesome. I wish you the best. We'll ho hopefully we'll hear some kind of podcast from you so we can have laugh at you from afar. And uh, hope to hear fr more from you. We'll miss you, man. We'll miss you. Listen to you for a really, really long time. Safe trip across the seas, man. I've been listening to you since 1993-ish. Uh, so you've basically formed my, my comedy be uh, funny bone. I love you, man. Good luck. Uh, hope to hear you again sometime. I hope that... England brings him a new happiness, and I thank him for being so honest about having mental illness, you know, issues, and we love you, Bean. Um, have fun with your Linus and your wife, and have so much fun, and post a lot on Instagram, because I'm going to stalk him on there. Yeah. I mean, I wish Bean the best, and I hope he finds a lot of very large things that he can go visit, like uh, the largest pecan. Maybe they got the largest bagel, or largest... Uh Whatever they got in Britain. The largest fish and chips. He's all there. Oh, there you go. Largest fish and chips. Oh, all of the happiness in the whole wide world. He's a living legend and continued success because he's not going to stop anytime soon. I hope the FBI doesn't catch up with you. I know that's why you're leaving to England. I know you're running from the FBI. Uh, well, I want to wish Bean. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so glad I've been listening for 20 plus years. Uh, and Bean, you're the man, dude. Just stop being a creep. Like, that's all I got to say. Just stop creeping on people. He's creeping on my girlfriend tonight. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> I want to wish him a better accent. <laughs> We're going to miss him, though. I mean, really, I plan meetings around the, the morning show. I tell people, don't mess with me. This is my little couple of hours. Don't. I schedule my whole day all around that because this show means that much to me. I am going to hope that the queen appoints him to be sir. Sabine Baxter of Hootie Whoville. <laughs> hey, Bean. So November 8th, we won't have time for the thing. Rest in peace, man. Thanks for all your hard work. And just remember not to call anyone pretty when you're on a ferry, because they'll tell you to f*** off. Can't believe Bean is leaving so soon. And you know what? Every day should be a yay day. And you don't take back his Fridays. We're going to have Monye, Tuyay. We're going to have Wangye, Thurye, and Friday. Okay? Every day is a yay day until until we leave. I love you. Hey, party people. Especially Bean. Bean, I've listened to the Kevin Bean show since 1994. Even after moving out of the state, I still listen to you guys streaming the podcast. Even became a fan of the B team. I'm going to miss you. I miss your bad example. Bean makes those kids have always been something that's made my mornings wonderful, entertaining, and hilarious. And if you ever go on air again, let me know. 
of all your socials. I'll be there. Mr. Bean. I just heard that Bean's not wanting to do anything for going away. I mean, 30 years, man. I mean, come on, you can't just... How are that sentences supposed to end? Bean, put on the pigtails and grow a pair. Put on your big boy panties, do a going away party. You know why? Because you could raise a lot of money for your favorite charity. And people could make donations. So, it's not for you, okay? God damn it. I've been listening to the Kevin and Bean Show for more than half of my life now. I, I, I just don't know what it's going to be like after Bean leaves. It's just, we're all, we've all been touched by Bean. I mean, at the end of the day, we've all been penis slapped by Bean. So, Bean, Bean, you've touched us all with your peen. I'm going to miss you, man. Rest in peace. It's the final countdown for Bean. Rest in peace, Bean. I want to go to England. Hi, this message is for Bean Baxter. I've listened to K-Rock for the last 30 years, since my kids were teenagers. I've also taught students with special needs for the last 25 years, and I have a granddaughter with Asperger's. You need to know how many lives you've reached by being yourself on the air. You've helped countless teachers and parents understand the children that are differently wired and know that they're okay being who they are, whether they love IHOP, 7-Eleven, the post office and the postmaster general, MAPS, the Edmund Fitzgerald, Pluto, the giant ball of string, and on and on. You will be greatly missed, and I wanted you to know without having to have difficult personal interactions. Thank you for being you, and thanks for that info, Bean. Hi. Um, I have a little story to tell you. Um, with Bean leaving, um, uh, about 10 years ago, um, 2008, 2009, was just a terrible time in my life. Um, I was getting a divorce that was really traumatic for me. And things were just terrible at my job. And um, and back then, I, I don't know why, I just kind of started listening to your show every day. And there were a lot of times back then when, um, when literally your show would be the only thing that would put a smile on my face for the whole day. Um, and, uh, and it just meant a lot to me. And, um, you know, it's 10 years later now, and uh, and I'm remarried to, like, the best, the greatest woman in the world. And we have a two-year-old kid, and I have a new job that pays me literally twice as much money. And so things are way better. Um, but I, I still listen to the show every day, and I still think about how much that meant to me to, to, to just have that in my life at that time. It kind of helped me get through what was really what was a really dark time for me. Um so I uh, I just hope that maybe Bean would hear this before he leaves. Um, and uh, I know you didn't do it for me, but you did it, and it really made a lot of difference to me. So uh, so thank you so much to the show. Keep up the great work, Bean. Um, uh, I love you and will miss you, and have a great time in England. I hope whatever comes next for you goes really well. Um, thank you all very much. That was it. <laughs> Bye. Hey, Bean, everybody's going to give you a nice, heartfelt message of how much uh, you mean to them and how much they're going to miss you. So I want to do the opposite and let you know that you have the worst sneezes out of anybody in radio. 
Um, you like stupid stuff. You are the worst. And I hope you enjoy retirement or death or whatever you're doing. All right, bye, Bean. Halloween, Halloween, and goodbye, Bean. Oh, how I wish that you could stay. But you decided to go away, so it's R.I.P. Bean Baxter's gonna die. Hi, everyone. Uh, Bean, thank you for being a voice I look forward to every morning to put a smile on my face. I wish only the best things for you. I will miss you. Uh, to Kevin and crew, um, I look forward to seeing how you guys uh, evolve the show, and I hope for its continued success. Uh, I love you all. Thank you, and bye. <laughs> Do you remember when Bean got bit by his cat? <laughs> My cat just bit me on the foot. <laughs> oh, that really hurt. Um, you don't know the medical. You don't know the medical history of that cat. Small I, note: He did say my cat, which yes. just wandered into his house yesterday, and he says it's not his cat. How but bad? Now it, like a real bite? Uh, it's bleeding. <laughs> Hi, this is for Bean, and I have been listening to you guys uh, for the last twenty-something years, ever since I was in high school, and I just wanted to say to Bean, thank you, um, thank you, and for all the mornings. You have put a smile on my face when I didn't think it was possible and for teaching me that it's saving, not savings, on daylight saving time. And I'm that guy that now corrects people, but also just for being there and a constant in my life when I didn't think anything else was going right, I knew that you guys were there. So um, thank you. Words cannot express how much you guys have meant to me. And um, I'm wishing you and Donna just the very best. Hey, Bean. It's uh, Phil from Fresno. Just wanted to call and uh, say, uh, you know, congrats on the move uh, overseas. And I hope everything works out in the future for you. And I cannot wait to listen to uh, your new segment on your new show, uh, England, What You Sippin'. It's going to be amazing. England, What You Sippin'! Bean. Just so you know, me and my wife get up at 5.20 in the morning every day to turn you boys on. And that's what you we call you, our boys. We are going to miss you so much. Bless you. And you have yourself a wonderful, wonderful life. We love you. Hey, guys. Long time fan of the show. And being I've never really had a chance to talk with you one-on-one, dude. And so just before you're gone, I wanted to take a, just a second to say, look, man, like, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, it's pronounced costume, not costume. There's no freaking H in the word, man. You, someone has such a boner for <laughs> saving, never savings. You think you'd be able to pronounce something as easy as costume. You know what? I'm glad you're dying on Thursday. Taylor Swift and making this. Too sweet, second weird out. You drink your tea and chocolate milk. You follow up with toast. But every day is Valentine. Although we can't find Donna, 
You love the queen, and now you sail to a green and pleasant land. You've made us laugh for thirty years. Thanks for all that info. It's saving time, not saving time. And every time I change my clock, I think of you with fondness. Mean you know it's true. We're going to miss you. This is all open, by the way. Hey, party people. Uh, I just wanted to call in and say, you know what, Bean? You're going to be sorely missed when you leave. But uh, I was wondering if you guys can figure out something that I'm not going to miss at all. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys need any hints? Or, or, or I mean, do we play 20 questions? I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to figure out how easy it is to understand what I'm not going to miss about Bean being gone, you know? Let me know your guesses. Hey guys, a podcast listener from Texas here. Um, there's a decent amount of time between when an Afro call is made and when it airs, so it's safe to say that by the time this is played, Bean has succumbed to his illness. As such, I have a eulogy I'd like to read for you now. <clears throat> Gene Bean Baxter, born November 14th, 1959, died November, I don't know, let's say the 4th, 2019. Like Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon, Bean was only three days from retirement before tragedy struck. After a two-week battle, Bean was taken by a totally preventable bout with pneumonia. He is survived by his wife Donna, who has been quote-unquote out of town for the past three years and is still unaware of his passing. Listeners around the country are devastated by the loss of this Radio Hall of Famer, but there is a silver lining. With his death also comes the death of several other things that are universally agreed we can do without. Half Christmas, dead. Wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald, dead. Fry Yay, dead. Daddy Likey, dead. It is with these small comforts that K-Rock fans of the chocolate milk industry find a small amount of solace in these trying times. Truly, Bean was a legend taken too soon. Approximately three days too soon. R.I.P. Bean. Bean, Bean, I'll miss your peen. Just want you to know that I moved here 16 years ago from Seattle. And my husband made me listen to you guys, and I'm so glad. Um, my biggest takeaway um, of all time from you is what an incredible interviewer you are, and it's 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 truly a gift that you have to um, understand the human condition, which is funny because you you don't really get credit for that, but you deserve it, bud. Love you. Love all you guys at K Rock and uh, Bean. I wish you the the greatest life ahead of you. And uh, moi, love you so much. Have fun. You and Don have fun. La la la. Normally, I address all of y'all, but this is for Bean, and it's the night before your last show. And I can't believe I listened to Kevin and Bean so long. Uh, I just love you, Bean, and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. And every time I got to meet you out in public, you were always a class act, except for one time. And we'll leave it at that. Thank you, Bean. Um, I know you're the butt of a lot of our jokes, but we really do love you. And I can't believe that 30 years 
you've entertained me in the morning, even when my mom said I couldn't listen on the way to like high school or junior high and she would laugh along but say it was because it was stupid and not funny. So thank you. I have nothing funny to say, but thank you. Bean don't go. Bean don't go. Bean don't go. Don't go away. Bean don't go. Bean. Hey, Bean. Um, I don't want to add any added uh, pressure or uh, cause you any extra added anxiety, but I just wanted to tell you before you leave the show, you are not the dumbest person that ever lived. You are never going to know who gets penis slapped, but we're going to miss you anyway, man. Godspeed. Good luck. This is not Hulk Hogan, by the way, but I'm going to miss the hell out of you. Take care, man. Bye. Hey, this message is for Bean. Bean, you are truly going to be missed. Back when I was in college, I went to school at UC Santa Barbara. And this was before podcasting. It was before you could listen to the radio on the Internet. And there was this one spot in front of my dorm that if you stood absolutely still, you could get K-Rock on the radio. So whenever I was homesick, I would go to the dining commons, get some to eat, walk to that one little spot in front of my dorm and just listen to you guys while I ate my breakfast. Hope things in England go really, really well. And uh, rest in peace, Bean. Mr. Bean Baxter, congratulations on your move. Uh, you are going to be greatly, greatly missed. There's going to be a lot of confusion around the, the office and radio station since you're not going to be voiced there. Since you're never really physically there, the one that's probably gonna be confused the most is Mr. Steve because he's not gonna know when to hit it. Congratulations, Dean. Enjoy jolly good England. Cheerio. Hi, Dean. My name is Victoria, and I have been listening to K Rock for more than 30 years. So when you and Kevin came on the radio. I've, I've listened from day one, and I've loved every minute of it. And, Bean, I have to say, you have been amazing, and I will truly miss you. I hope you and Donna have the best life in England, and we hope to hear from you now and then. Don't be a stranger. Again, been a fan for over, way over 30 years since even before you guys even came on the air and I've never missed a show and I have to say that it's been great having the opportunity to get to know you and Kevin and the rest of the team over those 30 years and again just wishing you and Donna the best have a wonderful life in London Beanie Baby on the Afro line Long time listener, first time message leaver, man. I just want to say thank you for everything that uh, you've said throughout the years. Grew up listening to the show. My parents would have K Rock on the radio as a, a, when I was a little kid. It was a it was a good time we shared together, man. You just want to say one thing. A couple weeks ago, you guys played the two Boston guys talking about the the sea life. Funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my goddamn life. I don't expect this to get on the radio, man. I just wanted to say thank you for everything. But please, 
please, please play that like one more time. Just, just for everyone's sake. Cause that was, that was just hilarious, man. And just one more time. I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate it, man. Take it easy, dude. Love you. Last broadcast with Kevin and Bean. Cause the very next day, Bean's passing away. This day, to save us from tears, let's give him a show that's special. Thank you, Bean. Farewell, and God save the Queen. Legend lives on about a K-Rock DJ now gone Who went by the name of Bean Broadcasted from the basement of his homes in the Washington Isles And in the city of New Orleans On the 7th day of November they say Was the last time he was heard on the air a picture was found on the muddy Louisiana ground of a man with pigtails in his hair. Had a wife, so he said, many wished he was dead as they chanted, Bean, R.I.P. But he left the U.S. for his new English home in the dark so no one could see. Clyde Tumbaugh discovered Pluto and Bean wanted us to know. Thanks for that info, Bean. Do you really have to go? The post office will be empty and the 7-Eleven too. Bean, how could you do that and go off and leave, Babu? Driving around to get your hair cut in each and every state. Bean loves death, Mr. Bad Example. Bean makes you guess you can't recreate. The wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and a tattoo of the Queen. I've got to say it. Bean, but don't do it. Bean, bean. Touch my peen. Some say rest in peace, but I say go in love. I wish you and Donna all the best in life from the heavens above. The legend is now that Bean Baxter is gone Off to England where the skies are so gloomy So gloomy Take care, Bean We love you, Bean Hi, everyone. On my way home, thinking about Tomorrow being Bean's last day on the show, and I'm sad. Wanted to say I'm a proud she-bean over here. And, Bean, rest in peace. Have a great life, even though it's going to be short. And uh, thanks for everything. You've done more than you could possibly imagine so many of us listeners out here. And from the bottom of my heart, I'm glad you're doing what makes you happy and that you're able to leave the show on your terms. Awesome career. Thank you for everything. By the way, I just wanted to mention that I had a dirty bean dream a few nights ago. I don't really want to get into the details because it's kind of embarrassing, but is it weird that I've had weird 
sexual dreams about being? I don't know. What does that say about me? R.I.P. Bean. This is Cynthia, by the way. <laughs> hey, Bean. Um, calling from Islos. Just wanted to say mad respeto for all the years that you've been there. And for all the good times, I feel like we're homies. You're a down-ass fool. So thanks a lot. Best of luck. R.I.P. Bean. Been wearing my tear all week for you. I'll wear it next week, too, in morning. This message is for Bean. I've been a listener for a lot of years. To be honest, the first call in the air was just before President Clinton's first term. And I called to mention something about the inaugurational speech. And I was quickly corrected to use the word inaugural. Since then, I've tried to improve my vocabulary. But everyone knows that books and dictionaries are for losers. So anyways, has anyone noticed it's starting to get dark a lot earlier? I think it's because of daylight savings time. But I thought that was closer to Valentine's Day. So anyway, I had to take my kid to kindergarten and make sure he changes his underwears. But irregardless of that, I also wanted to mention that his class has a pet minx. But I'm going to try and have them change its name to Bean before Bean dies on Thursday. R.I.P. Bean, this is Carlos. Hi, this is Lily Rossi. Hi, I'm, I am pre-sad about Bean leaving, and I am current sad that it's tomorrow. But my children who have been inappropriately listening to the Kevin and Bean show for the last almost 13 years have some words to share and I will share after a 30 year original listener oh Bean I'm going to miss you Bean the tall tall guy Bean the tall tall guy hi Bean uh, I just wanted to say that I can never tell you and Kevin apart and what's your favorite party machine song ever boogie in your butt <laughs> okay love you guys Bean, it's me. We've never met, but I've known you for the last 20 years, and I can say without a shadow of a doubt, my mornings will never look the same. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and how dare you. Kevin, now what? Hello, this is Queen Elizabeth. I believe I'm calling the Astro line to reach Mr. Baxter. Mr. Baxter, we do not want you here, and we've placed signs at the airport denying your entry. My suggestion is you stay where you are and continue your current occupation. That way, the people who've been listening to your show for 25 years won't be brokenhearted. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I got carried away. Anyway, to summarize, don't come here, stay where you are, see a tattoo removal artist as soon as humanly possible, and piss off. This message is for Bean. Bean, you're leaving. And you're leaving us with Kevin. What the hell? Oh, yeah. This isn't Hulk Hogan, by the way. Hi, this is Erica in Yorba Linda. So I love that Bean um, actually responds to emails. I remember the first time years ago, um, I was like, you know, I'll just send an email on this topic. And within minutes, I got a response. And I was like, What? Because Bean probably doesn't think so, but he is definitely a celebrity, and celebrities don't send emails back. I just want to say thank you for actually responding like a human being 
Um, and I'm assuming that it's you responding and not just a robot or someone at K-Rock sending out your emails. Um, but thank you for doing that. I've had my emails read on the air a few times, and it's kind of like, whoa, these big-time radio guys completely listen to their fans and take in our opinions, and that's super awesome. I'm also wondering, um, will the Bean email be active while he's over in London? Can we still send the Bean emails, or is he just cutting off completely because he's tired of all of us? Anyways, Thank you, Bean. We love you. We'll miss you. And congratulations on your retirement. I mean, your death. R.I.P. Bean. Thank you. Who's that guy with the tube in his eye? It's Bean Baxter. Rest in peace, Bean. Have fun in London. This message is for Bean. Uh, I just want to let you know, Bean, uh, I'm really heartbroken that you're leaving. I got sober in 97, and I've been sober since. And I started listening to the Kevin and Bean show at that time and have listened ever since and you have been very instrumental in me staying sober i am really sorry you're leaving but i wish you the best of luck thank you bye yes hello um this is tom from downey calling uh to wish uh being uh happy continu- <laughs> continuance of his life as opposed to dying and also to uh remind you guys that uh every time that he mentions uh keanu reeves he always you know, seems so reverent, but I recall a time back about 25 years ago where he had Keanu in to talk about his new band and said that uh, he really hopes that uh, Keanu Reeves' band uh, is successful so that Keanu can stop acting because uh, that any time, although he was in some really great movies, he was always the worst person in those movies. Uh, that's uh, about all I can say right now. Thank you very much. Good day. Bean, we're going to miss you, man. I'm going to serenade you with my leaf blower as I take care of all the leaves in my yard. You were great, Bean, for 30 years. Now you're going to England. I'm Bean Hey, this is the long, long time listener. First time caller, get through or anything. Um, I just want to say, Bean, thank you for everything. I'm even getting emotional. Um, for all for all your years that you put in, when I had really crappy times, the one thing that I was able to know that was there all the time was Kevin and Bean's show, and you guys were my staple in my life, and now you're leaving, and it's, it's sad, but um, have fun, and congratulations, and Thank you so much for everything that you you and Kevin mean to me in my life. Bye. This message is for Bean. This is listener Edith. I'm a podcast listener in Ventura because uh, your station is crappy and we can't really listen to it here. Um, thank you so much for all you've done in the past years. Um, it's really hard to know that the show is changing and it, you're leaving. And I wanted to let you know that both you and Kevin have meant a lot to me and have gotten me through some difficult times. And um, I wish you nothing but the best. And Kevin, I wish you the best too, because although you're saying and things, I will continue to listen. Things have will change and will not be the same. Thank you, Bean. Wish you and Donna the best. Love you, and I will miss you. Goodbye, Edith. Bean, you've done a lot for me. I know you guys are over the radio and you don't really know each and every one of us, but 
I don't know. The Kevin and Bean show got me through the death of my dad. Got me through some really terrible times in my life. When I thought there was really nothing else going on or to wake up for, at least I knew you guys would crack me up and somewhere along the line, Bean would offend someone or would say something as ridiculous as I would say. And it made me think, well, at least there's another one of me out there. And over time, as I've heard other Kevin and Bean callers call in, I've realized that there are more me's out there than I ever thought possible. And I just wanted to thank the show and Bean for that. Thanks for being an advocate for animals. Thanks for always giving the other side of the viewpoint. Thanks for always being a kind person over the air. And more lately, thanks for being an advocate for mental health awareness. It's rough out there, and a radio show with jokes and good people and just good times makes a big difference. Thanks again. R.I.P. Bean. By the way, this is Cynthia again. I'm a little obsessive, so I might call back about 500 more times because I really want to get this right. (sighs) I'm sorry. R.I.P. Bean. (laughs) Bean! Bean, I didn't even know you were sick. I didn't even know you were sick, Matt. I didn't even know you were sick. I'm gonna miss you, dude. I'm gonna miss you, dude. You're too soon, bro. Too soon. You're gone too soon. You had a lot of life to give this world. You had a lot of things to give this world. <laughs> what do you mean? Stop dying? Just leaving the show? Who cares? Man. Hey, B, I just want to thank you for everything you have done for the people. In Los Angeles, everywhere around you've touched the world. You've done great things. Your comedy, your not-so-comedy, your compassion, your love for the show, the enthusiasm, you know, bringing yourself to the microphone even when you didn't feel like it at times. But you came to make us smile and you came to make us laugh and you came to take us off our daily grind, you know, whether we're in traffic, going to work that we didn't like, or whether we're just waking up from a depressing night. Thank you very much, Bean. Thank you very much, Kevin. Thank you very much, everybody at the Kevin and Bean Show. Bean, you're going to be greatly, greatly missed. And uh, I'll see you soon. Peace out. Hey, Bean, this is Diego calling from Santa Clarita. I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the great memories you've given me every morning. I've only started listening to you guys last year. But honestly, it's been a pleasure to listen to this morning show every morning as I can, and you guys are absolutely hilarious, and thank you so much for just making my mornings better. Yeah, I wish you all the best luck when you move to England. Thanks, guys. Hey, Bean. Just wanted to say goodbye. Good luck in England. Just do me one favor. Can you take Dave with you when you leave? We don't really need him here in L.A. Kind of like the Clippers. You could take them, too. Take the Chargers. Take the Clippers. Take Dave. Take all the annoying things in L.A. with you. Anyway, good luck in England. Let me tell you something, mean bean. Brother, I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. And let me tell you something, man. Every time I hear Omar, God damn it, it upsets me. But what upsets me more, dude, is that bean, bean, touch my peen. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. Uh, is moving to London, dude. We've had a lot of good times in London, dude. Wrestling, wrestling, and doing things, brother. 
But I wanna tell you, I'm Hulk Hogan. And by you, Bean, who is Bean? Thank you very much. This is Bean Baxter, by the way. This message is for Bean. Uh, my name is Alana, a.k.a. Ms. Hollywood. Um, I moved to L.A. 15 years ago, and I was very homesick and just having a hard time adjusting from being in a relatively small town my whole life out here. And I found you guys on the radio and just wanted to thank you for making my time so positive and giving me a laugh every day when I was going through stress and trying to figure out LA traffic and how to get around here. Um, it just meant a lot to me to have that laughter in very down times. In addition, I'm very surprised that you've held the job for 30 years. I mean, I'm much better than you and I can't even get a job. So congratulations, 30 years working on the show. But then, you know, now you're going to do amazing things and I can't wait to hear about it. And I hope that you continue to post and let us uh, follow your journey. Wishing you all the best. As my grandmother used to say, right foot forward. This is for Bean. I have been listening to Kevin Bean's show since the very beginning. Literally day one. I was lost. I went to school. I became a teacher. I went back to school. I got married. We started a family. With some ups and downs mixed in, Kevin and Bean were always a part of it. I'm raising my kid right. He listens to Kevin and Bean. Hashtag poor parenting. Bean, you helped me appreciate, love, and accept my husband even more because he is so much like you. Thank you for making me laugh, cry, and scream. I love Kevin, Allie, and Jensen and will continue to be devoted to the show. You will be missed. Thank you for the last 30 years. And this is Karen from Santa Clarita. Love you, Bean. Good luck. Hashtag RIP Bean. Hey, guys. This is Sergio from Canyon Lake. Uh, Bean, I've been listening to you and Kevin since 1992, almost since the beginning. Uh, I wanted to say, Bean, we're all going to miss you. Uh, but there's something I wanted to ask you, and I always thought I'd have the opportunity in the future. But since you're jetting off to go hang with the queen, I guess I'll just have to do it here on the Alpha line. I just wanted to know, and honestly, this has really been bothering me. But I just wanted to know, why didn't they hand it off to Marshawn? I mean, seriously, who throws at the one-yard line? <sighs> anyway, Bean, we're going to miss you. Good luck in London. By the way, whatever happened to that Malaysian plane? Hey, Bean, just wanted to say thank you so much. Thank you for everything that you have done over the years. I remember listening to you back when I was like seven, eight years old. And you guys definitely helped me. You guys have helped me so much throughout my life. I just words cannot explain how much you have helped me throughout my life. And I really want to thank you. Just know that you have done so much for my life and so much for everyone's life. I'm pretty sure about that. I wish you the best for your next endeavor. And yeah, enjoy your life. Yo, 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 well, the time is almost here for being to leave the show. I really hate to say it, but I hate to see you go. Been a day one listener, waking up to all the fun. The man with ass burgers on KLQ is number one. Broadcasting from his basement in the Washington Isles in New Orleans, but around the K-Rock studios, his face was barely seen. Craig Tobar discovered Pluto and being wanted us to know, thanks for that info, Bean. Do you really have to go? 
the post office will be empty and the 7-Eleven too. Bean, how could you go off and leave me, Babu? Driving around to get your haircut in each and every state. Bean is that, Mr. Bad Example, Bean makes his guess. You can't recreate the record of Evan Fitzgerald and a tattoo of the Queen. I'm going to say it, but don't do it. Bean, Bean, touch my bean. Some say rest in peace, but I say go in love. I wish you and Donna all the best in life from the heavens above. Gonna miss you, Bean. Breakfast with acoustic, stage diving, no toys for OJ, April Foolishness, Christmas time in the LBC, Weird Al Radio Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Thank you, Bean. Much love to you. Peace! Yo, what's up? My name's Chris Cantori. Uh, I've done morning radio in San Diego for the last 25 years, but grew up in Los Angeles. And uh, during the transition into SD and making my way onto the radio, just wanted to say that, uh, Bean, you and your show has been a tremendous inspiration to me throughout my entire radio career. Uh, you specifically, no offense, Kevin, but uh, you're a brilliant dude. And uh, just the way you command yourself on the radio, you handle yourself, listeners, comedy, it's just it's it's just the greatest and, and a personal inspiration for years. Kevin, not so much, but you being, again, just insane. And thank you uh, for what you've done to uh, for the radio, for the platform, for alternative radio, all that stuff. Uh, you've been an inspiration and you will continue to inspire even when you're off the air. Kevin has never really inspired, but uh, you, you on the other hand. So thanks for what you do, and good luck in the U.K. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.